A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part, Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today is Saturday and it's a day I don't usually work on the podcast. But I kept walking around in my closet, in my bedroom, in my bathroom thinking, what if there's someone out there who's like me and wants to make money for the wrong reason? We talk a lot about making money on this podcast. I mean, of course, it's called the Millionaire University Podcast. What do you expect? But there have been two times when money has really betrayed me, only because I sought for it for the wrong reasons. So we want to change gears a little bit today and talk about something that really is important to understand as we continue to talk about how to be successful in your business. Also, spoiler alert, there's a little bit of emotion in here. Now, don't go telling me that as an entrepreneur, you're not emotional. I'm not buying it. Entrepreneurs are some of the most passionate, emotional people I've ever met. So here we go. Life isn't about just making money. We all know that. Growing up, I always had this scarcity mindset around money. I always felt like there wasn't enough. It really stressed me out, even as a young kid. Sometimes people would call on the phone and I would think, do we have the money to take care of that? Do we have that? Are we going to be okay? It was like I was wired to be stressed out, which is ridiculous. And I've always had this fear that I'm going to end up on the streets, like this visual in my mind that as a mom, I'm going to have these kids and we're going to be on the street homeless. And I don't know where it came from. I haven't even experienced it, but it freaked me out. So I sought for money. I wanted it. I wanted to be at peace with it. I didn't want to be scared all the time. So when I was in the state of lack, I would always dream about having money, what it would be like to buy what you want, what it would be like to wear what you want. I would drive by houses and wonder what it was like to live there, to be there. It just really felt like money could solve all of my problems. And I told myself I was never going to be poor. I wasn't going to do it. I didn't know much about business. I wasn't a natural entrepreneur. It's something I've had to learn. And so my way of filling this void in my life was to find and and date and marry a guy who had a good career who could fill this hole in my soul. Yes, now looking back, I realize that was naive, but it was the best thing I could come up with as a young girl who didn't understand the possibilities of what she could do financially on her own. I just needed to find a guy to fix my problems and to marry me and love me and everything would be good forever and ever. So Justin and I met, we got married And he had this other dream, this entrepreneurial dream, and we wanted to make a million dollars. And I was set. I have thought about this for years. 
So this attractive guy comes into my world and says, hey, let's start this business together. I think in this first summer, we're gonna make a million dollars. And in my mind, that meant to me that I'd finally feel good and that I could walk into a room and feel comfortable and confident in my own skin. So we started this business and it was harder than I thought. (laughs) It was kicked our trashes, but also it caused us to change. It caused us to grow, caused me to face my fears. There was a lot that happened in the business that I didn't expect. I just wanted to make money and I wanted to feel good about myself. I didn't expect all the growth that would come out of it. So Justin and I got married at 24. We had our first baby, Brogan, at 25. Unexpected. We started our business. We quit our jobs. Justin quit college and we set off on this crazy adventure. Fast forward nine years later, 33 years old, we'd finally gotten to the point where we were making that seven figures and we were pumped. I was so excited. So we decided after flipping lots of houses that we were actually going to buy our own home. It was a million dollar home a mile from the beach and I could not have been more excited because this was the moment I had been waiting for that was going to tell me I'm okay. I made it and this special feeling was going to happen and I was going to be good from there on out. I would dream about buying these white dishes and how my home would look and how I would feel and what would be like waking up to the ocean. And the week we moved, I ended up getting mono. The first month I lived in that house, I couldn't even go to the beach. I could see it outside of my window, but I was in so much pain and I was so sick that I couldn't even enjoy the thing I'd worked so hard to get to. This home was a physical manifestation of a dream I'd had. It was real. I was living in it. But at the ripe age of 33, I crashed and I crashed hard. I wasn't expecting to fall apart in the way that I did. And I wasn't expecting our financial freedom to bless us in the way that it had. So I want to talk about money in a different way that you don't always hear about, but one that has been my experience. Growing up, I thought money would save me. It would be the thing that once I achieved it, I would be free and whole and incredible and confident and sexy and everything would come together. But it just didn't. What I've learned over the years is that money doesn't make you happy, but it gives you opportunities. When I fell apart, we had the financial flexibility for me to spend a couple years overcoming panic attacks, anxiety, depression, things I didn't want to have to tackle. This wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was the situation I was in and our finances were a huge support and something I didn't have the space to stress about. I was barely surviving in my own head and body while also trying to take care of three young kids. Without that financial independence, I'm not sure how long it would have taken me to heal, but I was able to give it my full attention because we had the resources to support it. This is not what's going to happen to everybody, but it's been our situation. And I think about that all the time. This money is not going to make you happy, but it's going to give you options. It's going to give you opportunity. It's going to give you time. If I was falling apart at the age of 33, barely functioning, and I had to go to a nine to five job, I couldn't have done it. If Justin had to have gone to a nine to five job, that would have been extremely challenging because I was really struggling with him being gone. I needed him home. We had people, we had systems, we had a company that was functioning and growing where he was able to help me. I was able to hand off some of my roles and we were really able to find the things that allowed me to get back on my feet and to heal and to not only get better, but become a better person. It changed my life. It's not the money that fixed that situation, but it allowed me to afford the things I needed to get the help that I needed so desperately at that time. So I just had a thought as you were speaking, it wasn't necessarily the money because I want to make sure anyone listening out there isn't like, oh, I need to make money so I can heal. No, heal, be good. But it's almost like when we got to a point where you didn't have to worry about money as much, your body was like, okay, we now have a little more space to where I can do some healing. Yes. My body and my mind needed some time. It needed healing. Having money allowed me to actually really see myself, the real thing that I needed, not necessarily what I wanted. We've said this many times before. We would rather live in a shack with no money at all and have the feeling that we now have. And that's what reaching our financial goals has afforded us. I always thought money would do a specific thing for me. But every time I got it in the way I thought I needed it, it always pointed me back to myself. Because when you're looking at money to fix you and you get to the point where it's supposed to fix you and it doesn't, 
guess what you have to do? You have to look at yourself. And that really is where true happiness lies. So in the first situation at 33, I had to turn and look at myself and go, I have everything I want. Why am I not happy? Why am I struggling with depression and anxiety and panic attacks? This is the last thing I ever expected. But I got back on my feet and I think I was a better person. And it strengthened Justin and I because we did it together. He was so there for me. Then we started another business. It did really well, but it was hard work. And we were given another opportunity to see ourselves again. We sold that business at the age of 39. We retired and life lesson number 732 came again. We were going to live our life riding off in the sunset, enjoying every single moment. We were done with working. And guess what we found out? Our marriage was struggling. We just felt so disconnected. And it's like we knew it, but we didn't know it. And we didn't really know what to do. It was the second time in my life where I thought, okay, this is it. This is the part. This is the point where everything's going to work out. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU. More and more entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path and interest in franchising is at an all time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of FranBridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest, is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. And he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. So we traveled. We went to Europe. We went on these different trips. We had different... I thought if I traveled the world, I could find... Me. Us. Yeah, find you. I was going to say you, but I... Change it to us. Yeah. So we travel thinking, okay, money has afforded us this situation. But what money afforded us was time. It allowed us to look at ourselves and go, money is not going to fix the problem. It's you and me, Justin. We have to face ourselves. Have you ever had a dream and actually achieved it and then thought to yourself, is this it? Is this all there is? I have a couple times. And it sounds depressing, but it's actually really liberating. 
We all know and hear that money doesn't make you happy, but to actually experience, to know it truly for yourself is a different thing. And it causes you to look for happiness in the right ways so you can learn to cultivate it instead of waiting for this outside thing to fix you. I mean, how incredible is it that for the last couple years, Justin and I have both had the freedom to really dive into our marriage and in essence, save it. This financial independence has really given us the opportunity to really dive into things in an accelerated way and in a painful way and in a beautiful way. I mean, the progress that we've made in our marriage is something I have always dreamed of and I could not be more grateful. I cannot begin to articulate what these periods of freedom, of not working, of healing, recovering, facing ourselves has done to our lives. We're very human, as you hear on this podcast. We have a lot of flaws and we have a lot of things to learn, but I cannot tell you what it means to overcome your fears and your limitations. I am so grateful we took those risks, put ourselves out there and built up those financial reserves. As a young girl, I'd experienced some trauma, something that I'd forgotten. And it's almost like my brain, my soul knew that I was going to go through some hard things and I would need some space and some time and some financial reserves. And we've been just so fortunate for those windows money has afforded us to take for our family. So we want to make sure on this podcast that we're not the people saying, make this money because when you do, you're finally going to like yourself and you're going to be happy. We're saying make this money so you can have the options, the opportunities, and the time needed for healing, for relationships, for connection, for being with each other and really exploring this world and enjoying your life. I want to take that even a step further and say, choose that now. I hear a lot of people talk about your why, like figure out what your why is. So that keeps you working really hard towards your goals and your dreams. And I would say, figure out your why, or also what might be considered your non-negotiables, because we're going to talk about goals and pushing yourself and pushing your limits and doing everything it takes and staying dialed in, but never lose track of the reason why you're doing it because our brains are interesting the way they're really advanced in a way they're not. And it's so easy to sometimes get set on a certain goal and forget the reason why you're doing it. If you're staying up all hours of nights, you're like, I got to reach this goal. I got to make this money. I'm doing it for my family. But your family doesn't see you. You're not spending time with your kids. It doesn't matter. Your kids don't really care about going on this crazy trip to all these places. They want your time. They want your heart. They want you to be there present with them no matter where you are. I would say like realizing that now will be so much better and you hopefully won't have to crash and burn (laughs) when you do get there. And that's why we want to talk about this now, because our goal is to help you not crash financially in the ways that we have. We also want to talk about how not to crash in your marriage and in your home and in your family, whether you're single or married, whatever it is. We want to bring up some of the red flags of remember to focus on this and breathe. We're so good at being so full. We're doers. We're achievers. But sometimes we struggle to be still, be at peace with ourselves to be present in the moment, to really enjoy the life that we're creating. It's almost like there's this constant internal and external journey or inner and outer journey. Making money is a part of both, but don't forget about that internal journey. You need money to live for food, for shelter. That's the way our society takes care of their basic needs. You're going to be spending a certain amount of time making money. You can go work for someone else or you can do that yourself. You can take control of your own financial future. We believe that time invested in yourself and growing your own business over time is the best way to go. But regardless, you're going to be doing something with your time. And as a business owner, it's like you are your own boss, which can be good and bad. So it's easy to give yourself lots of that extra time and freedom for for self-care and connection with people that matter to you. 
but it's also easy to not be a very nice boss, to never let yourself breathe Mm -hmm. and never let yourself enjoy life and always be stressed. (laughs) Never feel like what you've done is enough. And if you live that way, always trying to reach that next point, that next thing to think this is when I'm going to be happy. This is what's going to get me there and give me that feeling, that void that I'm feeling. I hate to tell you, I hate to be the bearer of this news. news. It 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 is good news. It's not going to happen. So you need to decide to be happy with yourself now, happy with your life, happy with your situation, love those around you, because it will never happen based on any amount of money in your bank account, no matter what your house looks like, no matter what your car is, none of that will matter unless you can reach that place without it. But if you can reach that place, money's a great tool, a great resource. I mean, we love traveling. We love like yesterday and the day, oh, let's go out to eat. We used to not be able to do that much of many no. of those things. I love shopping. I used to have dreams about wearing certain clothes and I would wake up and it was just a dream. Like I love to be able to have the flexibility to get what I need and what I want. I like the freedom. We love our home. People are able to come visit us. It's a great place. I have tackled a lot of things in this home and it has been a healing sanctuary for me. I wonder a lot of times, how would I have gotten through this thing if I didn't have X, Y, and Z? And so I'm grateful for the options that making money has given me. We all only have so much time and space for processing and doing things. I feel like when you have a larger amount of money, it just allows you to tackle, I want to say larger problems, but different problems. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, we love money. We love the freedom and flexibility that provides us. We love the choices that we're able to afford. Not having money, you lack options. You're limited in your options. Mm -hmm. So having money is great. Just make sure you choose happiness always. Well, it sounds contradictory to say we love money and we love each other and we love each other the most. I can't articulate it. It's really hard to to say money doesn't matter, but money doesn't matter. matter. We're pushing you to make money, but we're saying don't and won't fill your happiness. This is something that you have to learn through experience. That is why we want you to make money so you can go through this journey. I woke up this morning and there was such peace in my soul. I feel like my body, my mind, my heart has changed through a lot of hard work, a lot of introspection. And that's been afforded to me through some financial freedom. That to me is priceless. And so while money is important and while we're teaching you how to make it, it's only as a resource and an asset to bless your life and others. Let's put it this way. If you learn and choose to be happy now, when you make money, you'll be able to enjoy it so much more. Bottom line is we want you guys to be rich and happy. Making money is an outside job. Being happy is an inside job, but they play off each other like nobody's business. So I think we should get back to work. What do you think? I think so too. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) In the next episode, we're going to talk about the seven ways that most successful businesses make money, aka market and sell their product or service. I just told Justin, I'm like, why do I feel like I want to tell these people that I love them? We love you guys. Go out there and get them. Be happy, make some money, and enjoy your life. Amen. Amen.